0: Hi, friends, and welcome. I am your hot mess of a host, Mary Hendricks from The Very Merry Life, your new mom friend that soon will feel like an old friend. Twice a week, every week, I want you to come and join me as we cover moments in motherhood, marriage, sex, and more. Some moments worth savoring, others worth surviving, all with a laugh, pep talk, or F-bomb every now and again. I want you to come as you are, but leave the sugar coating behind because, guys, we know how sweet it already is. So what do you say? Up for picking some daisies?
1: Good thing this is mostly recording and, you know, no one's really watching us. Mary and I were on here before, like texting before. We're, she was like, by the way, I'm looking like a straight up, what did you say, ogre? What did you say?
0: I think I said I'm looking grizzly tonight. So Grizzly. Yeah. That
1: cheers. cheers. Same. I actually have wine in my cup here, Mary. What are
0: you drinking out of a solo so cup So let me for? explain
1: this. If You, you guys can't see. I'm, I'm holding a red solo cup right now. <laughs> I ran out of milk and this is like... Where the mom community, like your friends, are your like village. Like I do have a village of women in my neighborhood that are like my best friends. And I messaged like I was like an SOS. Like, does anyone have milk because we were at bedtime? And guess who just forgot to go to the grocery store today to get milk? Me. So I was like, does anyone have milk for me? I just need six ounces. My friend Danielle's like, yeah, come on over. I go to her. (laughs) I go to her house. She hands me a to go thing of milk, and then wine. So how do I not drink it? <laughs> I I'm love like, that. this is quite That's the, the quandary. F- okay, fine.
0: That's I'll the drink group. this. That's the friend group that you, everyone needs. God, I hope I get oh God, someone it's like that. It's, like, it's hard because our neighborhood, we had people down the street that were like our age that had a daughter, like Cassidy's age. It was between mm-hmm. Cassidy and Spencer's age and then they moved. Oh. And then we have, people, we have people across the street that have three little kids or three kids, but they're like, 14, 12, and 10. Yeah. So it's and like completely different phase of life. They're also in like their mid 40s. And then we have family down the street that have four kids that are like 12, I'm going to make it up, seven, five, and three. Like it, they have them pretty close in age. But again, same thing. They actually get along better with the neighbors across from us because their two older girls are like best friends. Got it. And same thing. They're like 45. They're so like in the,
1: the, peculiar age where like not everyone has kids your age.
0: Yes. It's like, yeah, that, or I have friends that are just kicking off and getting pregnant now. It's like that weird in between of like, right. Yeah. I have some kids or, you know, some friends that have kids that are older. And then I have some kids, friends that have kids that are like way younger. And you're just like, it, we're all over the place. It's just, it's wonky, but yeah. one of these days, one of these days we I know. will nail it down and make a fun. You'll,
1: yes. I mean, I just so happen that these people are people, these women who have become my best friends live like maybe seven houses down and like 15 houses down, but we're always together nice. because it's just, you know, it's like, if you have a community like that, I didn't grow up in a community. I grew up in like a main road, like the houses are very spaced apart. Like you couldn't walk to each other's homes. Yeah. Like I'm living and like, I know like one of my girlfriends, one of my best friends is like, I come into your neighborhood. It's kind of like Stepford wives ish, but I always wanted a community. Yeah. So, and my yeah. kids are good. We're, we're all raising our kids together, which I think is great. We all made a pact that we all can never leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no one could ever move. Yeah. No, uh, we, uh, I grew up in a neighborhood like that, though. And I feel like that's also a difference, too, is like finding moms. Like back when I was a kid, I feel like the stay-at-home mom was a little bit more normal. So on yes. our block, um, one, like there's st- like just living in the 90s was just a completely different a world. My mom totally. said the day that they moved into our house that they're still in, it's like a block. So like you – have our street and then on the street behind us you can like just walk around the block so like if you walk yeah. around the block it's like a mile walk. My brother and I while they were unpacking boxes, I was f- not even 5 yet. I think I was like 4. My brother and I who was 6 at the time took our bikes and went around the block and my mom came outside to look for us and oh. she saw us getting like up the hill. My brother was like helping me like get up the hill cuz it it was too much for a four-year-old to pull pedal up. Of course. And she's like, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) Back then it wasn't like that big of a deal, but there was like four other families that had kids my age and we all would play and we would play until like nighttime. And our parents, I know one kid, one group in particular, one family in particular, all their dad had to do was come outside and whistle like, he did like, yeah. like a whistle <laughs> with their fingers. Yep. And if you heard it, they went running and they were done for the night. You knew that that was cue. And then all of us would head back and go. But like my mom and dad just didn't like it. It was just a different world. That and, we had, such like such a different, different world. Yeah. We had a family dog. My mom, she would say, I used to follow you around. We had the best family dog when I was a kid. And she said, I would just look out the door and it, wherever Bailey, our dog, would sit. We knew what house you were at because she would sit in the front yard. So we knew where you guys were by just following the dog, but the dog was never leashed. Like she <laughs> just yeah. wandered around. And it's just like,
1: I mean, where, where can we ever get back? And like, let's toggle back to the nineties or even the eighties, seventies, like where like people, like there was a safety. Obviously your mom felt safe, yeah. right? Like, but also like. I don't know. Like, what do
0: you think has changed? Social media. Because I don't think necessarily I would – I'll be curious. I should ask Kev and see – because there's got to be crime statistics and see that way you can see how things have compared. And I'm sure in different areas it probably is worse or better or whatever. Yeah. But I'd be curious to see if, like, if there's a a cumulative cumulative poll per se that shows it. I think just social media highlights – the nasty so we think that there's more nasty out there right. as opposed to it's it, no you know think about anything else like autism or things like that it's not that yeah. that stuff has gotten worse it's just that we're highlighting it
1: yeah, more. I think you're one hundred percent right. So. Like I, my husband and I, Berg and I, were just talking about how he wants the kids to be walkers, so we don't have to, you know, put them in day at the aftercare at the, their elementary school. Yeah, and because it is like for whatever three hundred, four hundred dollars a month, and we could save that by them just being walkers. And I was like, "Are you effing nuts?" Like, absolutely not. Like we we live about forty five minutes north of where who was the guy that did um. The, he the the little boy Adam he was abducted and killed
0: oh god, down here yeah, in Florida yeah, yeah. John, And his father uh, oh. god what's his name yeah he got the, killed. he did maybe that he had, show i'm forgetting his name but i, I people yeah. listening will know because that's why he started the show he started the show because of his
1: son's murder and that's all i can think about that that happened 45 minutes away and that happened <sighs> in the 80s or 90s did or maybe they catch the, the guy that i don't
0: did that? i think they did eventually actually i think they might have he did Crime Stoppers. Wasn't it Crime Stoppers Crime. that he did? Yes, yes. John, or, John something. John,
1: yes, John. Oh man, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue, Mary. Oh. But yeah, I, I'm a helicopter mom. I don't know what, how do I unhelicopter? Someone tell me. I don't I didn't even, even know. <laughs>
0: Uh, The one thing – I had a coach on for like anxiety. She's an anxiety coach and she talks about like – we talked about mom anxiety and just postpartum anxiety and navigating all that. And I said to her like I obviously have a fear of flying. So us going to LA in November.
1: Pack the (laughs) Xannies. Oh,
0: my God. I need like Xanax starting up because even two nights ago, I had a realization when I was brushing my teeth. I was like I'm getting on a plane. And I was like, oh, God. I was like this is it. So
1: really you're more worried about plane then leaving yeah. the kids
0: and everything, yeah, I am, I am, because it's there a, is a it's portion a of me, of like, things. yeah, it's a culmination of things. Definitely, the plane portion terrifies me because I'm just, I have a really terrible fear of flying these days. Yeah, but um, I'm going to do it regardless. It's just, it'll be interesting. Anyway, I <laughs> said to her, and I was like, a big portion of me going to London because we're going to LA, which I'm excited that we're doing because that's going to burst my bubble. So that, yes, that'll be later. like a little like
1: pop your cherry a bit.
0: Yeah. And then I can two weeks later get on a plane and go to London and hopefully that won't feel as scary to me. Um, But I had said that to her and I was like, I have fears too of like, my parents are watching the kids and I'm like, what if something happens and I'm not here and then I'm going to guilt myself over that. And she, it it was life-changing the way she said it. No matter how much preparation you have, no one, no one, nothing can ever prepare you for the worst No case scenario. Nope. The most catastrophic events, there is not one ounce of planning that you can even get ahead of. So you worrying about it doesn't even equal what it would actually be like. So she said it's a waste of your time.
1: It is such a waste.
0: And I was like, that's good. I I, I mean, I say that to myself, like just because it's probable doesn't mean, or no, just because it's
1: Possible. possible
0: doesn't mean it's probable. Probable yeah
1: such a great wait say that again just because it's possible Possible. doesn't mean it's probable yeah that's
0: amazing yeah it's like a good i say that all the time but i was like it's it it's a true thing like i think that's just something we have to repeat and I, i mean we won't escape it when we see terrible shit all the time we won't escape it but
1: i know it's hard like i there's some days where yeah there's some days where i'm like oh fuck it i can't control everything and then there's like that anxious mother portion of, am I doing my best? I, and I would need like the same thing. Like if something ever happens, I would guilt myself into like thinking it's my fault. So like, I never want to like, you know, like even the playground, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even want, like Bryn wants to go to the playground. She loves the playground. But that requires me running after her because everything's a danger zone. I'm like, you can literally die here.
0: You know, but
1: I'm trying not to get
0: myself. That's, that's (laughs) Haley. Haley goes on the table and she will sit on the edge and then forget that nothing's behind her and she's fallen. I mean, she falls off her high chair all the time. She falls off a chair. She falls off of everything. And so far she's been fine, but there's just like something in me where I'm like, dude, if you fall, you could like, really like there's stories. There's a story that of some couple I follow whose child fell off a bed and died because of it. And he wasn't. It was a tiny bed, but the yeah. way he fell. The way hit. he fell, I know. But again, I think it's because of a story like that where it's like, that is so rare, but because it's on social media and yeah. because it's in front of us, it seems like that's an everyday occurrence and you yeah, forget about- Yeah, like page about,
1: one of the Daily News, like it's happening all over. Yeah. It, it's not. Most no. parents are very cautious parents, I feel like. Although I have friends and I envy the friends that are like, if they get hurt, they get hurt. If they yeah. get dirty, they
0: get dirty. Yeah. You
1: know, I'm like, fuck, I need to be, able, I, how can I be like that? Yeah. I want I, to just.
0: little bit. I think I'm like that a little bit. I'm not as, I it depends on the day, honestly. Yeah, same. Like-, like the dirtiness, like, eh,
1: you know, Bryn was walking around with a goddamn pop- popsicle tonight and my husband's like, she's going to get it everywhere. I'm like, and I'm going to clean it up. Like, what am I going to do? You know? like no.
0: no, that's survival. There's moments where you have to like yes. pick your battles on it. But it's that, and I don't want to see it. Like Haley will jump on the couch and she gets so close to knocking her head on like the little banister that we have right behind it. And I'm like, get down. But if she were to do it, if I were in the other room, I wouldn't care as much. Yeah, But because I'm like, oh my God, you're about to like chip your teeth. I'm like, get down right now. Just like, I know. I don't know.
1: Does Haley do this too? Like they're like this close from hitting the edge of a wall or like. I'm always like, what? Like this morning, she went, Brian went to hug the dog and the the dog moved and she almost cracked her head into (sighs) the corner. And I was like, oh my God, these third babies. I mean, they really don't give a fuck. I thought the second baby didn't give a fuck, but those third babies, let me tell you, they're coming straight for everything.
0: No, no, I say it all the time. I asked on my stories, I said, what's a better word than feral for, and people just said, just call her a third child because that's literally like all you can do to define it. Like there is- they're crazy. She growls at me. She growls at me. I don't know if you saw my story. She literally stops and just stares yeah. at me and then rolls her eyes. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, right? What is this?
1: That It's it's really – I liked what you said today on stories, too, where you were like, yeah, buckle up for third babies. Although for us, like, it's our third baby. So, like, we've been, like, you know, conditioned for this, yeah. right? And it's like, are they really as crazy as they we say? Or, like, they are, though. Like, they're they just –
0: I think it, well, someone laughed because I had said on my stories. I, if for anyone that didn't catch it, I mentioned if you're planning on having a third or if you're about to have a third or whatever, just know that it is wild and you should buckle up. But also enjoy it because it is wild. But you are already broken in at yeah. that point. And someone just mentioned, like, yes, good point. You are already broken. <laughs> yeah, We're already like, broken. Yeah, exhausted. you're already broken. There's no more breaking that can happen. Your second, for me at least, was the one that did that. Yes. And the third yeah. is just – it's just the same chaos, just another body type There's of thing. Just another little body. They, they get away te- with more too.
1: I'm like – Because I'm do. like, oh, God.
0: You know. They do. I thought about that the other day because I was like, what did my first – like, what did your first teach you? If you think about motherhood, what did your first yeah. baby teach you versus your second versus your third?
1: I mean, my first was like true responsibility. Okay. Like like I was like, oh my God, I can't just get up and go. I think that was the hardest part. And I, I've talked about this before. Like, zero to one was really fucking tough. And I didn't expect it to be that tough because I'm an out and about person. I'm always doing things. Yeah. And I felt very recluse, like I was always home. So for me, it was like I, I just have to sit here in silence and be, be okay with that. So I got to like be more of a homebody with that. But with my second I really needed to, de- and still to this day, those two my boys, I really have to learn the art of patience because I don't fucking have any.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> there's not. Yeah, I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. I just don't know if it's a personality conflict, like with me. Like I'm just not a patient person, and I, I'm just overstimulated by noise all the time. Yep. But like my first taught me, like, all right, you have this little human. That you have to take care of. And I'm like, all right, shit. But now second, it's just like, all right, you got to take care of yourself too. Because yep. I don't think my first, I don't think I took care of myself. No, my I second, really, I, brought,
0: I wrote it out the other day for myself. And the second was prioritization. Like yeah. my second was the one that taught me that I need to prioritize like my non-negotiables, like myself yes. and other things. Like that is where that has to come in. My first, I think- yeah, I think the responsibility portion, I think she also taught me to, like, slow down. Slow down. Yeah. And just take it in type of thing. And then my second yep. was definitely, yes, definitely patience. Definitely prioritization.
1: Still working on that.
0: <laughs> and then my third taught me, like, resilience. Like, she definitely taught me resilience and, yeah. like, personal. I also think
1: third is telling me again to slow down because now we know how fast it goes.
0: Yeah. And yeah. 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 That, like as much like, as
1: I want to fast forward time and get to the easier stage where she can tell me what she needs and what she wants. I'm also like, Oh my God. I one million percent want to stay in the present yeah. because it's time is fleeting. Time doesn't exist. I feel like it just flies. It, yeah.
0: Definitely. And
1: then there's times where it feels like the day just drags. I mean, that's, that's life, mm-hmm. but that's motherhood in a nutshell.
0: No, I, yeah, it I just, said the other day, like, I I think moms have the ability, and I don't think we recognize it, and I don't think people understand it, but I literally think moms have one foot in each place. Yeah. Like, we are torn between the past and the future, and then obviously our bodies are stuck in the present. Like, we can totally. see every, every plane of, like, time yeah. at one time because it's just – And, it, like, I even look at
1: pictures of me – when I was a first time mom, I look like a baby myself. I'm like, oh my God. You know, like I, and I did really neglect myself. And I feel like because there's that like crook of motherhood where it's like, well, I guess I can't, I can't shower. Right. Like, oh, well, I can't leave him alone. We're like now with my third, I remember just like bring her in. Like I actually bring 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 Bren in in the the shower shower a lot.
0: Oh, all the time. Haley, I'm like, well, only-
1: I got to shower, so she's coming in with me if I'm home alone. I'm like, well, I got to get shit done. Like, that's the only way I ever get anyone
0: like- showered, yeah, is they yeah. all come in with me usually. It's yeah. slowing down though because people make – people. Cassidy, she's gotten kinder though, but for a while she was getting on a tirade of like little comments about my body. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, What's shut that,
1: up. mom? Well, now the boys. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have boys and they're older, yeah. so I yeah, can't. The- like, I just can't. Declan, I could probably get away with it. He's six, but like, Luke, there's no way. Lots of questions.
0: Were you, you know, did your mom, was your mom a naked mom? No. So no, I mind. talked
1: about this. My mom was not a naked mom. My mom was the, the prudish, prudest of prudes. Yeah. I never saw her in boobs. I never saw anything. She'd turn around to get changed. Yeah. Like, and I had friends that, like, were the naked, had the naked mom, were like, They'd be like, sorry, like my mom's topless, or like my mom's walking around in a t-shirt with a thong, or like undies. Like my mom would never. She wore house coats, yeah. like and I remember my brother, I had an older brother. Like he could never walk around in his boxers around. Yeah. My sister and I. It was like a, and my dad too. Like never saw my dad in like undies until, you know, later on in life. Now he's older, he doesn't give a shit. I'm like, yeah. Dad, yeah, come on. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah no. what about you? No, my mom was definitely the same way. Like not that way at all. At all. I've never seen anything like that. I'm, and like I'm not mid- that sure. way around her. I I kind of, I don't think I'm going to be like a naked mom in terms of like I'm walking around the house naked because I don't yeah. do that. But I don't want to get to a point either where I'm like, don't look at me yes. either. Yes. Like I think with Spencer that will be different. He is a boy. I don't know why that's a different thing. I don't really. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird conversation. But with my girls at least. I want
1: that I want all of my kids to be comfortable in their body and comfortable with naked bodies because I think the like my mom has made like zero mistakes with motherhood. She'd yeah. probably tell you, "Oh my god, I've made so many." But I look at her like she can walk on motherfucking water. Yeah. But I think the one thing she never taught us was um and I think this comes like with the background of like being Catholic, being, you know, being demure, your body is your temple, blah blah blah. Like she never made us feel like we could express ourselves like with our like she never just it, like explore your body like body parts are normal like i was just having a conversation with a neighbor na- with a neighbor who's more progressive in her thought process because we were talking about like what if our what hap- what do i say when luke asks what sex is because yeah. he's alluded to it he doesn't know what it is my and by the he? way if you're listening my oldest is nine So he made a comment. uh, We were on vacation over the summer and the boys, meaning my husband, my six-year-old and my nine-year-old went to the shower. I had the baby, but I had to run into the bathroom of the hotel, right? The hotel bathroom. And Luke said, mommy, turn around. Don't look at daddy. And I said, oh, okay. Okay. And I ran out. So when he came out, he goes, did you look at daddy? I said, no. He goes, have you ever seen daddy's penis? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, was that, that must have not been the first time you saw his penis. And I was like, what makes you say that? He's like, well, you know, that's what adults do. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah,
0: where are you getting this conversation? Are we from? getting yeah. the birds
1: and the bees here? Cause I'm not ready, baby. I, yeah. You're nine
0: years old. You know? I think you just, but, I think you just state it matter of fact. Like, I, well,
1: this is what my friend was saying. She's like, Katie, don't make, don't shame them. Yeah. Like, and I do feel like there is some shame behind sex. Cause I always, like, I was, like, I felt like it was dirty. Right? Like, don't yeah. talk about it. It's so yeah. taboo. And yeah. I think I've taken that and I've just like gone the other way where I am so out there with my, you know,
0: you and I talk so much about this stuff, you know? Like, I think as parents, you get like nervous because, as like, granted, I'm not there yet, but I would imagine at once my kids get older, I would be afraid to say it because I think parents are afraid if they talk to their kids, it's they going to go make them it. want to go do it. Yeah. It's going yes. to make them want to pursue it, which. I actually think like for me, what I really want to do with like my girls and again, this is like what I would like to do. I don't know what I will do when that comes yeah. because this is just hy- hypothetical situations. But I really – like I know for me, like I didn't even know what ovulation was and I didn't yeah. know what it was until I had to go get pregnant. Like, Yes. And I didn't know. And I remember like we had sex ed, but when we did sex ed, they brought the boys and a girl in a different – rooms and I we had a video on our periods and I don't even remember what that was. It was just like about how awkward it was. Yeah. And then with the boys, they I I don't even know what video they got, but we didn't get to watch it. Yeah. And so we didn't Fame. know anything about it. And I remember someone told me what a hard-on was and someone yeah. explained it to me and I will never forget it. Hard-on was what happens to a boy when they go into a cold area. And I was like that makes sense. They're cold. It's hard. That's what happens when you get... And I was like, that makes sense. And I I don't know who I said it to, but they're like, no. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's not what a hard-on is. is. No. And then... But like when high school... High school, I didn't go... I went to a public school, but the public school, they just showed us birth control options. And... That was really it. Like, they didn't tell us anything more. And even the birth control options, that was taught by, like, these 80-year-old gym teachers. Like, it yeah. wasn't like we were paying attention. It it None of that. And I would love I, to
1: know what sex ed is like now because I do feel like most – like, I learned that sex ed class in fifth grade. And it was yeah. really more about our periods, yep. h- how we procreate sperm and egg, the egg fertilizes. But like, what is it like now? Because I feel like I'm talking like sixth, seventh graders are having sex. Like it's crazy now, and I don't know if this. I don't know if I agree with this. Like hyper sexualized society. I Wait, don't when know did you lose your
0: that. virgin? What age? I was, was seventeen.
1: I was a senior in high school. It was the end of of my end of my senior year, and I lost my virginity to another virgin. Like he was yeah. a virgin too. So like, (laughs) yeah, like I, it was like the blind leading the fucking blind. I'll tell you that. And and
0: I wasn't, I was with my first boyfriend. I was 15. It was a day before I turned 16 because I was like, I don't want to do it on my birthday. I'll ever forget it. Whatever. Yeah. And so I did it the day before, but I was like, we didn't use condoms. I'm surprised I didn't end up pregnant. Like I, I didn't, uh, we didn't do any of that. It was just like a wild, let's have fun. Let's have sex wherever the hell we want. And yeah. That's fucking terrifying as a parent. Terrifying, now, right? Like,
1: That's why we have to – anyone I talk to about this that is, has children that is having sex, like they say they're going to do it regardless, right? You're like – you, like you just said, like maybe we don't – our parents don't want to talk about it with us because they didn't want to condone it. They're going to do it anyway. Yeah, And it's just like anything else. You want to get to them before someone else gets to them. Yeah. I just, like, for my girls,
0: I want my girls to feel empowered. Like, and I want my son to feel empowered. Like, and I think that's what we've done is we've made it so taboo that it's, like, it's hard to recognize when, like, if there are issues going on. Like, we've made periods so taboo that I think women are, even today, get, like, I – I even, like how many, and I've stopped doing this because I realized it, like I used to go on my stories and be like, I'm so sorry, this is TMI, but this is what's going on with my period. And I'm yeah. like, why? Why yeah. is that TMI? Like this is something that I do every single month. Yeah. and
1: Millions of women for a million
0: years have have I've been have, doing, have, have doing it. So why is this a TMI thing? This is just a normal thing that my body does. And why yeah. is that weird? I remember my so, mom would be like,
1: don't you ever pull your pad or tampon out in front of any boys? Why?
0: Yeah. You would hide it. You would hide it and tuck it in your back pocket. Or we'd call it George. Like, we would call it yeah. a different name. Yeah. Be like, like, my, it was like, don't my cousin George it. is in town. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I, so I mean, stupid. I don't want
1: that. I don't want that for our kids. And I, I also, like, there's a fine line, of course. Like, I don't know. It's it's hard because, you know, there's old habits die hard. So, like, of course, there's that voice in my head, like, don't talk about periods in front of boys and don't share too much and all these things. But I want my daughter, because now I have a daughter, to really feel empowered and I want my boys to feel just as empowered, but I want them to also know that sex can be fun for both parties. Because I think as a 17-year-old who lost virginity, I was really doing it for him. I was like, what am I getting out of it? Like, yeah. I don't know what – like, I'm doing it just to do it. And I get it. Everyone starts out like that. But I want – I want. my mom would always say – and she never – we never had the sex talk. Yeah. I got on birth control before I even had sex. I knew I was going to have sex, but I was like, I – knew I didn't want to get, even have the chance to get pregnant. So I remember asking my mom, like, mom, I was 17. I was like, it was, I remember, I'll never forget it. It was at night. My dad was working nights at this time. And I was like, hey, mom, you know, my periods are really heavy and painful, which they were. Because I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, PSOS. If anyone understands, you know, listening, you know. Um, And she, I was like, I think I should get on birth control to like lighten the period, shorten my period, and maybe not so much cramps. And she looked at me dead in my face. She was like drinking tea. And she's like, you think I was fucking born yesterday? <laughs> I was like, uh, no. But she looked at me then and said, she didn't, she could have been like, don't you fucking dare or yeah. I know what you're doing. She looked at me after she said that, because I think she saw my face, like I was like clammed up, you know? Yeah. And I said, and she said, I'll make an appointment with the now," And I was like, uh, okay. And that was it. Yeah, and then literally from seven, age seventeen to like age, literally until I got married to Keith, I was on birth control, and that woman would call me and text me every night. Yeah, did you take your birth control? Did you take your birth control until I got married?
0: That's so funny. I know, but that's she so never funny. like. But I she, think that's that's so good though that she didn't like make a big different big deal. My she did not She I,
1: yeah, she was know, good. She she did. never spoke about it. She didn't make me feel bad. Although I know that she wasn't happy.
0: Yeah, of course. But so. I think
1: she knew that I was being safe, and I was with someone that I, you know, cared about. You know, yeah. at the time.
0: Yeah, um, I don't think my you know? mom even brought it up. I know my mom brought it up when I was in college, where she was like, "I hope you're making best good decisions. Are you being safe? Yeah, yeah. Your body, yeah the body is a temple thing. She went through that, and I was like, Shut oh, yeah. up! I was like, What is this? Yeah, my mom's like, Sex for four know, years, mom. Bo- <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Mom was like, You know, your body is a gift, and you don't want to just gift everyone your body. I'm like, Why? I want yeah. to gift everyone everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your acts of kindness are gifted. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, that's what I want. Like, I don't want my kids to feel like I can't imagine it because they're like that. They're it's weird. So We're parents and they're tiny and we picture them being babies. We're like, we can't imagine you doing this. But I just, I want my kids to feel good. And I want, like, sp- same thing with your boys. Like, I want them to also, I think it's important to understand, and I want to like go through and be like you have to understand that sex is very different for men and women like so different sex it, it's emotional like unless you are ready to like I, I think you kind of have to threaten the baby. Like, do you want to have a baby with this person? <laughs> yes, you have to.
1: Also, although emotionally, I don't think I was ready for sex when I actually did have sex. I, no, I didn't. I, I was. I knew that I still was like emotionally like not there. And I even remember like during that first act of sex, like with, I remember thinking, "Oh my god, I'm like I'm actually having sex now. Like, what the hell? Like, and I felt. Like, it was very consensual. Like, don't get me wrong, but I felt like I wasn't ready. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is like, you know, it felt like, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird.
0: No. I don't know. I wonder what he's doing
1: right now. I wonder if he's thinking about me. (laughs) (laughs) I won't say his name out loud because I don't know if anyone from high school is listening. I know,
0: right? I'm not going to say mine out loud either. But, yeah, no. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. One day we'll have to cross that bridge and figure it out. I just want my kids to like know way more than I did, because then you can oh, actually prepare. Like I think that's prepare. a big thing with like, you know, we have to provide better sex education. Like yeah, for and curiosity
1: because- is is natural. Like I think it's it's okay to be curious. I want my kids to be like, what is this? And I'll be mm. honest. Like I was saying, my 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 friend and my neighbor. She, her daughter asked how her baby is made. And she's like, well, daddy puts his penis in my vagina and he ejaculates and my egg meets his sperm. And that's how babies are made. And I was like, you said that? She's like, yes, verbatim. And I'm like, did it go over her head? And he's, she's like, well, she had other questions and we were very factual and we spoke about it as a family. And I was like, I can't even imagine having these conversations. Like, but I'm like, I want to like break through that barrier that I was taught.
0: I think it's uncomfortable. What do you say? Do you say the anatomical names for body parts?
1: I mean, like, when we're cutesy at home, like, yeah. like put the your wiener away. I'll say, keeper. like, put your wiener
0: away. Or, wiener, yeah. yeah, I'll,
1: yeah I, we say, like, um, twig and berries. Yeah. You know, I'll say, clean your twig and yeah. berries. <laughs> clean your undercarriage, we say. But I know that that's actually, you know, not good to say that. You should say anatomical stuff.
0: No, well, I, Spencer came up to me this morning. He's like, mommy, Cassidy kicked me in the penis. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at her and she – Cassidy looked – at me, and you could see a smirk on her face, and I yeah. have—I'm like trying to not smirk, but I'm like Cass, don't yeah. kick him in the. That's penis. off limits, baby. I was like, "Don't." She's like, "Why?" I mean, and I was like, "Because I said it hurts." Yeah, it hurts, babe. I was like, "You don't have one, so you don't know, but it hurts." As yeah. you don't want to do that, but yeah, no, I call it—I <laughs> call it vagina and penis, and I just keep. Yeah, it.
1: well, I'll—I t- I say that's vagina point. for like the boys. I'll be like, "Get out of here! You can't see her." I'm like, you know, you- stop looking, you know, because I mean, they—they're don- not really looking, looking like, but. Then I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't make it so like
0: – Taboo.
1: Oh, I don't know. It's a
0: fine line. to me. I just don't even bring it up anymore. Like it just yeah. – it's one of those where I'm like, you know. The,
1: o- the only thing I say is like if I'm changing, I'm like, turn around, boys. i are like, all right. And they're like
0: – Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? I'm like, all right. Cut cut the shit. I know. It's hard. I just want them to come to me. Even my boys. I want them to come to me and and, and tell me things. I don't want secrets. Because, and I want them to always know that I am a safe place for them, that they can come to me and I will not judge them. I will love them regardless. And I just want safety and I want consensualism and I just want like, that's word (laughs) I think it is, but I just want them to feel like they're comfortable enough to tell me anything. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to right now is right my wrongs of like, I'm so reactive that I know that they're not going to tell me things. I think, but I think it's important that you acknowledge that
0: though, because yeah. I know for my kids and when I, I know we will always be that way. That's probably just your default and that's really hard to break out of. But I think what's important is telling your kids that that's what you are. So that way, like in the future, they tell you something big, they know. And you just say like, give me five seconds. Yeah. Give me five seconds to have like, feel whatever it is and then get to the conversation, but let them know that that's not something they should take personally or be scared of. Just, Just tell them that like, hey guys, like my body, my mind is fucked up with this shit. Like, yeah, and they I know. Like, just, I just need a few seconds and then we will get right into the conversation. But my mind wants to react yes. right away.
1: Yeah, and but. like Luke is understanding that now because he is older, the oldest. So like they'll be like, you really yell a lot. And am like, shit. Because my mom was a yeller. Like, yeah, you know, I'm sure there was tender moments of my childhood with my mother, but I don't really have a lot of memories of her tender moments because all I remember her is like, the the traumatic ones where she's chasing us with a fucking broom and yeah. you know she's screaming at us. She, she had vocal polyps that she had to have removed because she screamed so much. Like and I, I always I do a lot of apologizing to my kids. Like I'm sorry for the way I reacted. I do do that because I want them to know that I'm also a human. Although I, I there's a good analogy that one of my friends told me. The volcano um, analogy. Like you could say like hey. Mommy is, it's like a volcano. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm going to explode soon. You're, the volcano is going to erupt. You got to calm down. Like, because when I'm just saying stop, it's not like they don't understand why I'm saying stop. Yeah. But if I tell them, hey, the volcano is going to erupt soon, they could visualize, like, all right, mom's going to blow her fucking stack here. Oh, yes. it's so hard, Mary. But then you Why got your hard second. So hard?
0: But when your second hears that, does your second also go, "Let's fucking light"? Yeah,
1: he's like, Let, this "Let's fucking up. break at dawn, burn <laughs> down the goddamn town." I mean,
0: that's what I think Spencer does. I think when I tell Spencer <laughs> that, he just is looking. He's like, "Let's torch this lady up. Like, let's yeah. go." Yeah, when I tell Declan, is- "Calm down,"
1: he's like, "Never." I'm like, "Oh God, help me!" There's not enough wine in the world to
0: parent Cassidy, this. Cassidy. Cassidy's new thing is to tell me to calm down. So she's like, you need to calm <laughs> down. And I'm like I'm like, oh, you are learning. You're gonna yeah. learn very soon how triggering those words are.
1: <laughs> yeah. All the so time. I can't I, I cannot wait until they're young adults in their twenties. When like college is like when they finally get like a little bit of a career. Yeah. And they I, I just I don't like I said, I don't wanna speed time up, but I hope that they have memories like I do of my mom, like where we all can laugh about it now and be like, mom, you were effing nuts. Like all you did was yell. And she she now is like, I'm so sorry. Like I was and she never would say overstimulated. I had a lot going on. She was overstimulated. Oh, yeah. You know, no one's no one talked about overstimulation in the 80s, right? Yeah. Like my mom no. my dad was working all the time. I feel like most of those moms in the, that around that time were stay-home moms.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, no, completely. 100%. You know, That's right. Like, why, like I love my kids being back at school now. Oh, my God. Oh, my that God. So nice. I'm like a different person.
1: <laughs> like, I like, know you said, and I read your story the other day where you were yeah. like, I can actually cook because you enjoy cooking. But yeah. when they're all home, it's like yeah. bedlam.
0: I can't. No, and I'll still cook, but it's like, I feel like I'm not as burnt out at the end mm-hmm. of the day now where cooking isn't feeling like. Mature. Just one ex- yeah. It's not one yeah. extra thing where I like don't have the mental capacity for it. Where I'm like, oh no, I do now. Like, cause we have our routine. Like I drop the kids off, cast or Haley what's her name, Haley, <laughs> and I will go for a walk, and then we'll get back, we'll hang out, and I put her down by noon, and she usually, knock on wood, she didn't today. She usually sleeps until like two, two thirty, so I get like two hours of just no one, and yeah. I can do whatever the hell I want and. I just feel like, I don't know. I, and then I pick up the kids and I'm in, they're happy to see me. I'm happy to see The them. day has and
1: good breaks. It's like, it's like, not just like when the kids are home, I feel like, oh my God, what am I going to do all day to get through the day? Yeah. But when I, when they're at school and then I'm like, all right, I have this amount of time to do what I need to do. And then, you yeah. know, we have the babies at home. And I yeah. mean, when I'm home, like I'm working three days a week. Right. But the other days I'm like, all right, I got shit to do. Yeah. But it's nice not to have all of them home at once. <laughs>
0: No, no. But then
1: no. absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like when they're at school, I'm excited to pick them up because I want to hear about their day.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not, yeah. I don't look forward to homework, but you know. People get so beat up about that. I mean, we've talked on that, but I think like literally forever, like when they talk about the village mentality, like – Babies were always being taken off of the mom's hands. Like their, always. the whole village mentality was to take over and kind of all divvy up and kind of yeah. put a helping hand in. So it wasn't like the mom always was on. Like, and it wasn't like she was always with her kids. It, there was others that were taking their kids and doing. Yeah, and they it was. Full,
1: fully trusted the, those village members, literally family yeah. members, but like. I and I know we we've, we've talked about the like the lack of the village but when you do have some some people you can rely on it feels like the it feels so good to be able to have that relief of like someone helping yeah. because it's just different for for men men don't have the they don't have the the load the the mental load that mothers bear like they just don't yeah. it's not in their DNA they yeah. they just they don't like my husband doesn't worry he worries about two things right? I'm working, worrying about like 50. You know, I'm I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about next month. I'm thinking thinking about next year. You know, it's just insane where he's like living more in the present. And I get envious of that because I'm like, how can I live more in the present and today? I'm worrying about today. I don't know how. I don't know. No. I'm still, well am It's
0: funny. I actually just had someone on the podcast yesterday, and mm-hmm. you guys, everyone listening will hear the interview at some point, but she's a like a success coach, and she's like a calendar coach, Yeah, and she teaches you time management. But I had asked her at the end, I was like, do you ever work with men? And if yeah. so, are they dads? And do you find it be to have like a difference. And she said, I, my client base is mainly women, but I have worked with a few men. And she said, what I can tell you, and I don't want to like generalize, but she said, men come to me to figure out how to make work more efficient. And she said, moms come to me to figure out how to make work plus everything else that they're doing. It's so More efficiently. And I was like, it's, it's so freaking true. And I, I don't know if that's like a default thing that women are just that way yeah, or if we've just been created that way We're after just, years and years and years of yeah standards <laughs> that are bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I could see my husband
1: like being like, how can I manage my work life balance more where I'm like, how can I just get my fucking laundry done and feed the kids and not be overstimulated and pay the bills and this and work? It never yeah. ends. My
0: brain yeah. hurts. Yeah. My brain hurts. Well, you saw amazing. my story. I just went through my story and I was like, you know yeah. how like I'm tapped out is I just saw a fucking video that said, "Did you know that the I Titanic Mary? <laughs> Did you know that Wait, the Titanic? The other one. Okay, did you know that the Titanic pool is still filled with water?" And <laughs> I stopped and was like, "That is amazing. That is wonderful how did that happen? And then I was like, You're an idiot. <laughs> I, I like, cackled out you? loud when I saw your story. I literally sat there and I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> and then I was like, wait, no, that you're an idiot, Mary. And I was like, no, your brain's just fried. I'm fried right now. But So I have
1: a story like that. And tell me. My that. old coworkers, if they do listen to this, I know some of them hate me, but most of them love me. But I remember my first year of motherhood, we were chat- chatting about popcorn. Yeah. And I was like, is popcorn grown on trees? Like, where does popcorn grow? They <laughs> looked at me. <laughs> they looked at me like I had 10 heads.
0: My yeah, friend no. Ashley,
1: she ever listens to this. She's like, are you serious? And I was like, oh, it's corn. Of course. I know it's, yes. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. Like you catch yourself in fucking dumb shit. Like Trust me, I was all really the time. thinking that popcorn grew on trees.
0: <laughs> yeah, all the time. All the time. It happens. Our brains are just dead. Like they're dead. This is why I'm excited
1: for our LA trip. We're going to get a little rejuvenation.
0: Oh, my God. We're probably
1: not going to sleep in because it's just not in our cards anymore. But we're going to have fun, Mary.
0: No, we're going to have fun. I get anxious now if I sleep in, which is so weird. Me too, because I feel like the
1: day is gone.
0: Yeah. If if I'm I'm not not up at the... yeah, I, exactly. It makes no sense. Like, I think the latest, we'll probably sleep until like eight. I would help you for eight. Yeah, pray.
1: eight is perfect. Eight, get yeah. up, get some coffee, roam around. We're so Don't excited for this
0: trip. I'm, I'm pumped. It's going to be good. It'll be and good. And if like, anyone's
1: listening that lives in LA or like the LA vicinity, let us know what to do because we have one day of conference and we have like three full days of like just exploring.
0: Yeah. No. And it's going to be good because we get yeah. in on Thursday, like morning, Thursday yeah. afternoon. And we have all day. No, I,
1: I feel like we need to go to that place, Airwan. Everyone talks about it.
0: What is that? I don't
1: know. I have a list, Mary. I'm a, I'm a planner. Wait, I want to look it up. Airwan, like it's like Haley Be- Beaver went there once and got like the most amazing smoothie, and then like it blew up. And they're very mm. like earthy and organic. Oh, like, is
0: it? Oh, Airwan Market. I yes. saw that. Yeah, ER, I saw like, recently like a TikTok w. about like what we got at Airwan. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So, and then I'm thinking maybe the Malibu Wine Safari. Is there animals? Yeah, animals and
1: wine, fine. Is it Um, really? Yeah. There's giraffes and- Stop it right now. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Malibu Wine Safari. (gasps) I'm game as long as there's no bestiality involved.
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck. That. (laughs) Yeah. Let me, oh, fuck yeah. Let's do that. That looks fun.
1: Have you ever been over there to LA? No, oh my God, no. Mary! It's, only San yes. Diego,
0: only San Diego. So and San Diego's
1: lovely too. No, we'll we'll yeah. do Santa Monica. We're we're gonna have a blast.
0: We're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be great.
1: And I think Mary and I are planning on doing a podcast. A lot like in per like we never. You I'm know, gonna so have we to bring.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to bring my equipment, which is easy for me to do. So I'll just bring it my mic. Okay. I'll bring stuff for my computer and whatnot. And we'll, we'll record over there. We're gonna have to create a running list. Oh, yeah. Oh, just shit. One thing I did want to talk about, but we can save it for next time. I want to talk about the egg crack challenge. We can save that for oh. another episode. Ooh. Yeah. I will talk about that on the next let's, let's episode. Let's chat about that. Yeah. You guys, if you haven't heard that, just wait. We'll we'll chat about that on the next episode because I think that's a
1: – Oh, that's going to be a hot topic. I'm ready. Let's – Yeah. I'll, I'll deep dive on that for sure.
0: Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, as always, this is we're picking up again, picking daisies. That's where picking it, we're daisies. At I
1: forgot to say. Point. Yes, our first yeah. official Katie's corner on picking daisies. Picking
0: daisies. Yeah, and like I said, you guys are hearing Katie. Same old, same same schedules. Yeah. Everything. It's not nothing's different. It's just yeah, <laughs> new name, new intro, new all that Love it. good stuff. But yeah, yay. All well, right. thanks, See Katie. And as always, go follow Katie. If you are not following Katie at this point and you've been listening to the show, what are you doing? Yeah. Fucking follow me, people. Thank you. No problem. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Toodaloo. Another episode down. Thank you all so much for listening. If you love today's episode, I would be so appreciative if you would leave a rating and review. I cannot begin to tell you how much those mean to me, but also how much they help me get in front of more eyes and more ears. As always, be sure to check back every Tuesday and Friday for a new episode, whether it's an episode with me, me and my husband, me and Katie, or just another incredible, amazing guest. Stay tuned for more honest, real, raw chit chat. And hey, do me a favor before you go. Remind yourself how amazing you are, how enough you are, how special you are. And boy, oh boy, I sure am glad to have you here. Thanks, friend.